Good evening, everyone. My name is Daniel Nikolai, and tonight I'll be talking about placebo effects or a hidden secret. How physicians at the court of Saladin took care of souls and bodies. Now, Salahuddin, or Saladin, as he was known, in, in, or is still known in the Western world, had a court in Cairo, medieval Cairo, and at this court, um, he employed several Jewish, Christian, and Muslim physicians. Now, the most important of these physicians were actually the Jews, Ibn Jumai, who died 1198. Here they are. And Ibn Maimun, better known as Maimonides, who died in 1204, um, the very famous Jewish theologian and philosopher. Now, looking at their treatments, we might assume that these physicians were really successful. After all, these were among the most educated and erudite um, physicians of their time. And their patrons, among them Salahuddin or his eldest son Al-Afdal, um, wouldn't have spent considerable, considerable amounts of money if their treatments did not work. Now, you might also um, assume that their treatments were not successful and that these physicians were only very good in uh, disguising their patients and um, in disguising uh, that they were actually incompetent. And that it was only the belief of the people in them which made their treatments work. Now, in modern terms, um, we would refer this um, to as uh, their treatments were no better uh, than placebos. Um, now, today, placebos, or chemically inert sugar pills, are used in randomized controlled trials um, where you would test them against supposedly more effective remedies. Now, these supposedly more effective remedies um, sh uh, um, are, are proven to be no better than placebo. They are essentially worthless, um, that is, according to our modern values. Um, so, for instance, the, the NHS wouldn't want to pay for them. Now, coming back to our court physicians, you might also assume that their treatments were actually ver worse than placebos, or to put it in the words of the historian David Wilson, before 1865, all medicine was bad medicine. That is to say, it did far more harm than good. Now, to give you a brief outline of what I'll be doing in the next um, 15 minutes, um, I'll consider how these physicians... Uh, treated migraine, um, a severe type of headache. And I'll first look at how successful modern treatments of headaches are, um, so to give you a general background, and then look at the particular case of migraine and how the medieval court physicians um, treated them. I'll have a look at a recipe um, at, and um, at an entry from a medical textbook um, and then address the question of how effective their treatments were. Now, um, today, if you have a headache, um, you would usually take aspirin or another over-the-encounter NSAID, uh, which stands for non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. Now, these, uh, the way these drugs work um, is not entirely clear, even though, generally speaking, we can say that they, among other things, inhibit a system which causes pain. Um, they inhibit uh, cyclooxygenase, which is the abbreviated as COX, and COX um, produces prostaglandins, and the prostaglandins, among other things, are involved in the pain response. So uh, no COX, no prostaglandins, no pain, if you will. 
Um, there are also uh, there for other things, such as wound healing or temperature regulation or um, to maintain the mucus layer in your gut. Now, the way these enzymes work is quite general. So if you take it for your headache, it will also work on your smashed thumb, for instance. However, there are other processes involved if you take aspirin. Um, and there was a very interesting uh, article a couple of years ago um, in the British Medical Journal uh, on the effect of advertising and branding on headache pills. Uh, off, yeah, on, headache, on, on your headache when you take the pills. Now, um, here's an interpretation of this data uh, by the uh, medical anthropologist uh, Mormon. Um, and if you compare the columns B, right here, sorry, this column, and C, you can see that branded placebos are almost as effective as non-branded aspirin. So this shows you that's not only the um, acetyl salicylic acid, which is an aspirin, uh, which does the job, but that there's also more. There's brand uh, involved, and there's the brand involved, and, and the mere act of taking the pill. Now, um, looking at these different things, uh, the, the uh, Mormon um, came up with three ways human beings respond to pain or injury. First of all, there are the autonomous uh, responses here in green, um, and these involve processes, all the process the body can invoke to regain um, health or equilibrium. So in other words, um, nature will usually cure itself. So if you, have a, if you have a headache, it will usually take care of itself after a couple of hours. Now, there are also specific responses involved, and these are responses to the content of medical treatment. So in our case, the um, acetyl salicylic acid. And then, um, most important for us today, uh, is the meaning response. Um, which are responses to, to the interaction and the context of healing. This is also referred as to the uh, placebo effect, even though it's not always the same. Now, coming to the um, particular case of, of migraine, um, our word migraine comes from the Greek hemikrania, which stands for hemi-half and the cranial skull. Um, in Arabic, it is... Um, Migraine is shakika, which literally, literally means something split. And Ibn Sina, or Avicenna, who was known in the West, uh, wrote in his very famous uh, canon of medicine, one of the most important medieval textbooks, when defining migraine, he said, it is a pain in one of the two sides of the head. Now today, uh, symptoms in include um, the very characteristic throbbing in one part of the head, um, visual disturbances and aura, which is uh, visual chaos, that is, you would see, you would see uh, zigzag lines or dots. A nausea, sensitivity to light, smell, um, and attacks would usually last anything from 3, 4, and 72 hours. Now, coming to our court physician, um, Maimonides, this is a recipe found in the Cairo Geniza, which is, if you will, um, a big bin of the Jewish um, community um, of the Middle Ages, where they would put all their texts, um, which were no longer, longer used, such as this uh, recipe, um, as they couldn't throw them away, because this was written in Hebrew and they regarded Hebrew as a sacred script. Now, um, I've not given you the whole thing, um, just the most important bits of this recipe. It reads, My advice to the honored disciple, Tobiah, may his God preserve him, is to postpone 
this regimen until, and then the text is corrupt, if the pain of migraine is supportable and the symptoms of the weakness of the eyesight remain in the same condition, observe the following diet, and then repeating the diet. If, however, the pain of migraine is strong and the symptoms of the weakness of the eyesight advance, begin with a regimen which is as follows, and then again, using that regimen. Drink the following purgative medicine, details, wait after taking the medicine for four or five days and then apply to the eye, and then gives you something which you should apply to the eye. Repeat the following powder every day when going to sleep. And then finally, restrain from sexual intercourse and violent movements, quiet and rest, i.e. you should observe quiet and rest, and may this heal you. Now, um, if you look at this recipe, a recipe I think um, you have some of the characteristic um, uh, symptoms um, of migraine, as you would have them today. So you have the, the pain in the head, which is related to the weakened eyesight, which could be visual disturbances, um, or it could even be an aura. We're not sure about this. Um, you have instructions for, for several days, so even uh, my moon, Maimonides, was perhaps was aware that uh, migraine um, would last longer than 24 hours. Could last longer than 24 hours. You also have the mentioning of purgative, um, so again, uh, maybe his disciple complained um, uh, of nausea. And uh, you have the mentioning of abstaining from sexual intercourse and violent um, movements, uh, which again might suggest that he experiences symptoms when being very active. Now today, um, the British National Formulary from 2009 um, suggests that in the case of migraine, you should take NSAIDs, um, those we have discussed earlier, um, and then usually concomitant antiemetic treatment suggested as well. So uh, it is comparable to the treatment of headaches, as, as uh, in each case the pain the patient um, um, experiences is addressed. Now, if you look at Maimonides' recipe, um, are there any ingredients which would cause specific responses, such as um, acetylsalicylic acid, you have some plants, and so on. Now, I've not uh, listed all the plants mentioned, uh, mentioned in here, but um, the most obvious um, thing you would expect in there would be opium, because opium was widely used among medieval practitioners. But you don't have opium in here, and you don't have anything else which you know, could hint at something which actually actively take care of the pain. Um, now, however, there, there are difficulties if you look at um, plants suggested there, because if you take the example of lavender, um, what was available 800 years ago to these practitioners was utterly different from that, was diff from, from that what is available today. So uh, even if you would read things like lavender, can't really uh, expect them to be the same as lavender today, and that today you've got so many um, varieties of lavender, which again adds to the problem. So instead of looking at these specific responses drugs can have, um, I'll today look at meaning responses. Um, so just looking at this, you have the mere act of taking the medicine, and um, here my mother suggests rose syrup, flavoured with celery, fennel, lemon, lily, or raisins, or in the ex exotic purgative, he says, uh, is made up of aloe, agaric, almond oil, anise, and other ingredients. So, just the mere act of taking um, such remedies, as I've shown, uh, or as modern studies have shown, will have had an effect on his pain. 
Now, another thing is branding. Now, you don't have aspirin in here or any um, brand names. But the matter of fact that this was written by Maimonides, a very important medical um, and religious authority, could again have done something to reduce the pain Tobia was experiencing. Then you have, um, so it's, it's a bit like, you know, uh, Maimonides uh, being aspirin of the day. Um, you have um, different contingency plans in, in this recipe. So if one thing doesn't work, try the next. So if one thing did indeed not work, so Tobia would not simply give up, but try something else. And again, modern studies show that if you do such a thing, uh, it will have a better effect than just um, recommending one thing, even though if everything is in uh, placebo treatment. Um, also, lifestyle is quite important. Um, you have here the recommendation that you should take a sleeping powder every night. And again, modern studies show you that um, taking all your placebo treatment is better um, than not taking it at all. So if you adhere, if Tobia um, adhered to this treatment, you can again be quite certain that it would have helped him. Now, um, finally, the implied diagnosis in here is quite important. Maimonides says that Tobia should avoid acid things or things that warm the brain or things that fill the brain, such as coarse food, fish and milk. Um, again, modern research shows you that the, the mere acts, uh, that, well, in short, that diagnosis is treatment. Whatever the diagnosis is, it will help the patient to overcome his pain. So all in all, um, if, he, if Tobia followed this, we can be quite sure that he experienced less pain um, than, than by not following it. Now, coming to um, our other court physician, Ibn Jumai, here's a recipe from his textbook for migraine. He writes, Among the wonderful regimens for migraine are that the, patients are that the patient enters the bathhouse and leans his head over the hot water vapors, and one shall drop pistachio oil on his head, and the pain will disappear immediately. If he has a very moist temperament, one should drop sweet gourd oil on his head. A liniment made of linseed is also beneficial for migraine. Now, we're not really sure if he actually did recommend that to anyone, but we could imagine that you know, if Saladin would come to him and complain of migraine, uh, he could have suggested this recipe. Um, so again, if, if you look at possible meaning responses, we have the act of going to the bathhouse, we have a specific specifically designed treatment, um, very nice scents, oils. Um, but I think more important here is the oversell me message. You have, and the, and the pain will disappear immediately. Um, again, modern research shows you if you uh, say such things by handing out medication, it will again help, especially in the treatment of pain. Um, in this one, you also... Um, have a specific response, or you could have a, a specific response, as uh, hot vapors might act in the same way as uh, cold eyes on your smashed thumb. Now, finally, another one um, suggested by Ibn Jumai, again in his textbook Guidance for the Welfare of Souls and Bodies, says some of the ancients mentioned that one should cut off the horns of a ram while it is still alive and produce from them two calms and to come with one of the two the head of somebody suffering from migraine, and thus cure with the comb of the right horn the headache of the right side. The same applies for the left side. Now this is interesting as um, the, the boundaries between what we would label medical treatments and more rational treatments are not really given. And again, I think this shows that what mattered the most was the meaning 
uh, of the migraine con and not so much the active ingredients. Well, matter of fact, you don't have any active ingredients in here. So again, if you look at the meaning, I think this could have been quite effective. Now, uh, coming uh, to my conclusion, um, I set out to ask if um, the, the treatments of these physicians were better, no better, or even worse than placebos. And in a way, I think this is the wrong question. To ask about if something is better than placebo means to ask about specific responses. Um, and as I've shown, meaning is much more important in these recipes uh, than looking at uh, specific responses. And again, there are so many problems involved in trying to evaluate what they put into these remedies. Now, um, it might strike you as very odd to even assume that all of these treatments were actually successful, or to put it in the, the words of the placebo researcher Morris, in the mechanistic tradition that still underlies much of modern biomedicine, believing in the power of a placebo is as irrational as filling the gas tank of your car with Earl Grey tea. Now, I think the court physicians were experts in giving meaning to medicine, and uh, if you will, that was their secret. Now, they had the potential of causing very effective meaning responses, um, and, and thus, um, there were, if somebody took these uh, medications, it would have been much more effective than taking nothing. Also, I don't think that they deluded their patients with inert medications, because after all, they had no way of finding out that this didn't contain any active ingredients. Well, yeah, maybe, yes, but in other things, they didn't. So, uh, because um, it, is, it is very difficult in actual practice to distinguish between these responses, between these uh, autonomous responses, specific responses, or meaning responses. So even uh, if Tobiah, the disciple of uh, Maimonides, might have been cured through nature or through the medical aura of, of Maimonides, Maimonides perhaps thought that it was his sleeping powder which also did the job. So, all in all, I mean, obviously there, there are limits um, with what I've done here, and um, I'm, I'm not implying that medieval uh, medicine uh, was generally effective. What might be true for pain might be totally different for depression or bacteria infection. However, I try to argue that um, we should consider more than just pills or what is in them um, if you want to evaluate the efficacy, efficacy of um, treatments. In our case, um, we need to explore the secret of the court physicians, and the secret seems to be the way they gave meaning to medicine and the effect this had on both souls and bodies of the patients. Thank you very much.